You've got a vision, you've got an idea, you have a business, but you can't seem to move forward. You've come to the right place. Welcome to Vision Possible. The show that empowers you to believe, conceive, and achieve your goals. We are your hosts, Butch and Julianne Hartman. We are business owners, entrepreneurs, authors, wealth strategists, television producers, and content creators who have negotiated multi-million dollar deals. We'll teach you the secret formula to success. Learn how to make your daydream your day job. Find out more at visionpossible.net. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Take your business and scale it to the next level. Get ready to transform your life by making your vision possible. Hey guys, my name's Ryan Haley, and thanks for tuning in to this first Vision Possible live stream that I'm doing, and we've got a bunch of different stuff from a bunch of people, and uh, we are just really excited to get started with you guys on what I think and really believe will be a transformational journey for all of us. Uh, just to give you guys a little bit of background about myself, I was a Navy helicopter pilot and uh, miraculously survived a helicopter crash in 2007 that really kind of like put me on a different trajectory and was the starting point for a lot of what I'm doing now. And uh, I was in the Navy for a little over 10 years. Uh, I went to Monterey, California after uh, flying helicopters in San Diego and got my MBA. And after that, I did a combat tour in Afghanistan doing uh, intel support for the Army and finished up doing defense budgeting at the Pentagon. So. I've got a lot of uh, diverse experience and background, um, not only within my military career, but then after that, uh, I got out of the Navy in 2014 and became a realtor. So that was a pretty big switch from being in a very regulated uh, government environment to completely free flowing, no structure, no guaranteed paycheck or benefits, kind of eat what you kill, so to speak. Um, and that was a great experience. I learned probably as much or more in 18 months of being a full-time realtor as I did in the 18 months in my MBA program when I was in the Navy. But they all come together and that's what I'm gonna talk about in a little bit. And then after uh, doing real estate for about a year and a half, I realized that wasn't ultimately what I wanted to do. And so that is a really important part of this journey I'm gonna be sharing with you guys about myself, but also how I think it can translate to what you guys are gonna be doing because to the average observer, it probably looks like I was just a chicken with my head cut off, running around all the time, doing all these different things. And uh, maybe to an extent that's true, but what I learned is every step of that journey, I was learning what I liked and what I was good at and what I didn't like and or wasn't good at. And that's a really important thing we're gonna focus in on for this teaching. So uh, learned a lot of great things about you know entrepreneurial you know ventures and uh, the freedom and flexibility and the discipline it also takes to do that successfully, but also realized that you know that particular role as a realtor wasn't ultimately what I wanted to do. So the next thing was I ended up going to work for a startup company in the Vail, Colorado area, which was great. Learned a lot about mobile marketing with a new app and getting a startup off the ground. Um, had a great time, but unfortunately that startup didn't make it. So then I went back to the DC area, which is where I had come before that, and went to a fellowship program in Georgetown where I learned even more about what was really in the, the deepest bottom part of my heart and what I really wanted to do for my life mission and calling. And I'll go into this more as we keep unpacking this over the next several weeks, 
but that gave me um, a really good perspective. It was only five months. And then from there, I went to Woodland Park, Colorado, where I am now. And I went to Karis Bible College from 2016 to 2019, learned even more and had a chance to really start cultivating this vision and this uh, real, this life calling that I feel um, is what I'm doing with you guys and some other things I'll mention. Um, and that basically brought me up to um, right before I published my book in 2020. And that was an amazing experience. You can check that out on Amazon and uh, the visionpossible.net website, which has a bunch of information and resources about each one of us and links to our own websites and different products and services. But that was um, a really exciting thing that I learned a ton about. And now I am doing financial planning, which I'll talk about in future live streams, and um, still doing the inspirational communication and personal development with my, uh, what I call a ministry in the form of a business. Uh, the platform is called The Better Way, and that is very integrated with everything we're doing at Vision Possible. So I give you all that background to let you know, I've been around quite a few different areas, fields, um, industries, and it was a really valuable experience going in that journey because for me, I'm just the kind of person where I can't um, just settle for a job that's okay or just kind of like, you know, put my head down and work for 40 hours a week and then do what I really love outside of work. Some people can do that and I am really envious of that ability, but for me, I just knew that I had to do something that truly made me come alive and where I was using the most of my God-given gifts, passions, and all my experiences, which is what we're gonna talk about for the rest of this lesson. So when you put all that stuff together, what I learned along this journey of 10 plus years is what I call finding your sweet spot. And what I define as the sweet spot is the intersection of four different things. Your deepest passion, your deepest pain, your greatest strength, and your greatest service. And you can imagine this in your mind as an intersection of four different circles. And each one of those circles is really powerful and important on its own. But when they start overlapping other circles, it gets even more powerful. And when all four circles overlap right at the very center, that's what I call the sweet spot. And the way I would describe the sweet spot is it's getting well paid to do what you love most and do best. And that's what we want to help you do in this journey of discovering, cultivating, and ultimately living out your vision. Because we are all uniquely designed. We all have different personalities, skill sets, passions, strengths, and also things that we're not as good at. And so one of the most helpful things that I've learned in this journey is to stop trying so hard, struggling against the grain of who I am, trying to be something or someone I'm not, and embracing my natural God-given strengths and passions and the things that I truly love doing. And then ironically, even though I love them so much, I would do it for free or even pay money to do those things. I'm now actually getting well paid to do those very things I would do for free or even pay for. And that's one of the questions that I would ask you as you're watching this, if you're trying to figure out what your vision is, what your unique design and purpose and the ways that you can uniquely add value that is uh, a really important thing to be aware of is where those things intersect for you and not trying so hard to shore up your weaknesses and spend all this time fighting against the grain of who you are because there's a place for personal development and growth as you'll find we're all about that 
But what I have found to give me the greatest fulfillment and effectiveness, both personally and professionally, is focusing most of my time and effort on what I truly love doing and what I'm naturally really good at. So I'll kind of break down each element of these four different things to give you a little bit more of a definition or idea of exactly what that looks like. So when I talk about your deepest passion, I'm talking about things that you just naturally you love it. It makes your blood flow. Um, you can get lost in it for hours. You know, uh, as they say, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life and time flies when you're having fun. So what's fun for you may not be fun for everybody else. Uh, I'll give an example for myself. What's really fun and enjoyable for me, believe it or not, is um, doing a ton of financial analysis using spreadsheets and financial projections and being able to put a plan together to help people and businesses to really steward their, their financial resources and their time in an optimal way. And for most people who are hearing that, that probably sounds like the worst thing in the world, and I totally understand that. But for me, it's life-giving, it doesn't feel like work, and it's a way I can earn a great living helping people in a really valuable way. So that's part of what you think you need to focus in on, is not do you, what do you think that you should like, or what do you wanna like, or what were you told to be, You know, whether your parents told you you're gonna be a doctor, a lawyer, an engineer, an artist, whatever that is, what do you find yourself naturally gravitating to and researching on your own time just because it's intrinsically satisfying and enjoyable for you? So that's the passion part of it. Another part that's really important I just recently discovered in the last couple of years is your deepest pain. That's what you hate. It's what gets your blood boiling. Uh, the way I describe it is it's the story of your struggle. And that's really important because I've found that my passion and my pain are very connected, they're very related, because as an example, one of the things that I've struggled with the most is anxiety and a performance orient, uh, orientation, especially in my work. And that made me not only very um, unfulfilled, but it also made me less effective because it was just a grind and I hated a lot of the things that I was doing. So. Naturally, one of my passions, as I'm sharing with you guys right now, is helping people discover that you don't have to necessarily just grind it out, put your head down and work, even if you hate it, just to make a living and get by in life. There's more to life than that. And so I'm, I just come alive and get excited about sharing with people you know, this idea of working from a place of rest, which is something I'll go into later, uh, finding your sweet spot, finding what makes you come alive, and then starting to get away from those things that are not as life-giving, that you aren't naturally brilliant and naturally love doing. So those are a couple of just examples that I give you in my own life of how these things look. And I would encourage you to be thinking about that on your own. And um, you can actually go to an interactive exercise I have on my website. If you go to abetterwaypodcast.com backslash sweet dash spot, uh, abetterwaypodcast.com slash sweet dash spot, then you can go to my interactive lecture where I have a PowerPoint and I walk you through all this stuff with some visuals that should make it a little bit easier. And we'll probably start doing that more as we get into coaching and live events. But for now, uh, just know that the passion and the pain are both really important and you don't wanna minimize either of those. That's what I would consider your why. The passion and the pain, it's that's what gives you your deep abiding purpose, cause, or belief that Simon Sinek talks about in his TED Talk and uh, a lot of the work that he does. And that is um, really the motivation or the fire to make a difference in a way that you enjoy and also in a way 
that you're going to be able to uniquely relate to a certain group of people who can share that story of your struggle and that you can impart a lot of empathy, credibility, and authority from having walked through those things in life um, and yet be able to get them out of that place so you're not just commiserating together, but you're actually showing them, I used to be here, now I'm here, and you can do the same thing. So those are the passion and the pain, very connected. The next two I would consider more of the how. If the passion and the pain is the why, then the strength and the service is what I call the how. And so what I define as, as a strength is something that you naturally excel at. And I wanna emphasize that word naturally. This isn't something you have to try hard to do, but it would be good for you to cultivate those things that are strengths, but this isn't something you have to struggle or really um, even spend a lot of time learning how to do it. It kind of just flows naturally for you all the time. Couple examples from my life are, um, I have always had a natural ability to just listen to people, active listening, um, empathic listening and counseling, giving people you know advice or encouragement uh, without ever trying, ever since I could remember, people countless times, some of whom I've never even met before um, and have just talked to me for the first time, they consistently will just open up to me and start just sharing their, you know, their whole life story and a lot of really deep things and it catches them off guard. And I never really recognized that as a strength, but finally when I was in my early 30s, uh, it happened one day with somebody and it finally hit me over the head that this is uh, just God-given natural strength that for whatever reason, whether or not I like it or want it, people are always opening up and I am extremely blessed and honored by that. So it's a very life-giving thing for me but I didn't recognize that that was happening. And so maybe you have a similar thing. Maybe you've just always been really good at working with your hands on cars or you know crafts or some kinds of things that I have no natural strength or um, ability for, but I would encourage you to ask yourself uh, and think about times when repeatedly people have given you feedback that would indicate that. Maybe they've said what a good job you did in putting you know, that bookshelf together. It may seem like a little thing, or they were so appreciative of how you helped them with their car, or even just setting up their room and organizing. Like Many times we really kind of have a tendency in our own minds to downplay or marginalize the things that people are trying to tell us throughout our life are really important and, and really add a lot of value. So. Um, it's sometimes easy to miss your sweet spot, as we'll talk about later, but those are just a couple examples. And the, the main idea is that it just is naturally, it flows and you're, you're good at it, whether or not you even realize it. And then the idea is that you start intentionally cultivating that strength and bring it to even greater effectiveness and fruitfulness. And um, I love the book, uh, Strengths Finder 2.0. Uh, that changed my life. I was in a very difficult time in uh, 2010 in Afghanistan on a deployment. And it just changed my life because I was kind of in that grind. I wasn't fulfilled. I didn't feel like I knew where my life was going. And just to have a book with a lot of really, really deep research and a huge data set and um, a very well-known organization, Gallup, was doing this they discovered that um, there are core strengths that everybody has and we all have different groupings of them. But what they said was rather than spending so much time against the grain trying to shore up your weaknesses, if you will spend about 80% of your time on those things that you naturally do really well and enjoy, 
then you're actually gonna be not only more fulfilled and less frustrated, but you're gonna be way more productive and profitable. And one thing I would add on a practical note is that at the end of the day in the marketplace, people value the value that they have received. It doesn't necessarily have to do with your education, your background experience or resume, although that certainly plays a factor many times. At the end of the day, what people are gonna pay you money for or really appreciate and wanna help you and give back for doing is solving a problem or adding value in some way to their life. And the example I sometimes use for this is a guy who had a lot of experience with a certain machine that broke, the factory manager calls him, tells him to come in to fix it because their whole operation is at a standstill without this machine. The guy comes in, takes a look at it for about 30 seconds, picks up a hammer, hits the machine on a certain spot, and bam, it just starts whirring to life and the day is saved. About a week later, the manager of the factory gets an invoice for $5,000 for the assistance and he called the guy and said, hey, you know, this is kind of a, a big number. You're only here for 30 seconds. You know, I, I'm gonna need you to itemize this for accounting so I can justify this expense. So the guy says, okay, no problem. Hammer, $5. Knowing where to hit machine with hammer, $4,995. And the point of sharing that is that, again, whether it took him 30 seconds or three days, whether he had a PhD in that whole system or whether he just had a natural gift, it really didn't matter. Because at the end of the day, the factory manager and the entire company needed that machine to start working. And so that's what they were paying for. And so that's something to be aware of is that at the end of the day, when you're trying to make your vision into reality, especially if you're an entrepreneur and you need to monetize this somehow to make it sustainable, think about the way that you're gonna be able to add value by cultivating and using your greatest strength along with the passion and the pain as it all comes together. And then of course, the last part of this is the service. The service is the value or benefit that you add to others. And ultimately, that is how you're gonna receive your compensation, as we just talked about. So it stands to reason that if you truly love what you're doing, and you've been able to turn something negative in your past or in your life experience into a positive, and you're living out, cultivating, and delivering from your greatest source of strength, then it stands to reason that you're gonna be adding the most value because all things being equal, someone who truly loves what they do and are naturally brilliant at it are probably gonna add more value than someone who's just kind of going through the motions because they feel like that's what they should be doing or that's the only thing available to them. So ultimately, that when you put all that together, that is where you get to this place where you can be well paid to do what you love most and do best. So that's kind of an overview of this whole sweet spot idea and it's taken me a long time to work through this um, in future lessons we'll go into more detail on it and um, one of the things that i'm personally going to be focusing on because if you've heard nathaniel's first live stream he talked about convergence which is a very similar thing and we all have a different like take on how we can present this but one of the things i'm going to talk in more detail as we keep going into specifics and practical things is the area of my sweet spot that i mentioned earlier which is financial planning and analysis that's something that I love doing and I've seen that's one of the things that holds most people back more than anything else because no matter how clear your vision is, no matter how naturally brilliant and, and how much of a strength you have in an area, um, it's not gonna be sustainable or viable if you don't have a market of people that are willing to pay for the value that you're delivering. 
And so a lot of times, you know, having enough uh, financial reserves to get started in a new thing, if you're in the middle of a transition right now, is really important. And so a lot of what I do, I started off just doing personal coaching, more like what we're talking about here. But the more I worked with people and coached them, the more I saw the huge need for financial planning to people, you know, get their, their budget and their cash flow um, in a good place to get enough savings and to actually start investing so that they could have passive income and more freedom to be able to do what they truly love and what makes them come alive. And at the end of the day, that's what the sweet spot is all about. It's about finding what makes you come alive and then doing it. And I love to share a quote from Howard Thurman, who was a uh, civil rights activist and educator. He said, don't ask what the world needs. Ask what makes you come alive and go do it. Because what the world needs are people who have come alive. And that is another thing that just really struck me, just like the Strengths Finder book, that you can focus most of your time on your deepest passion, your greatest strength. And that's actually not only okay, but it's actually gonna be the most productive and profitable thing that you can do. And then combined with Howard Thurman's quote about finding what makes you come alive and doing that, instead of trying to figure out and ask yourself what the world needs, when you find what makes you come alive by tapping into those different areas of your sweet spot, then you are going to be adding something that the world desperately needs and values. And I can tell you from personal experience that has made my vision possible and stepping into things I never would have imagined right now, which I feel is just the you know very beginning point, the trickle before the flood, so to speak. And my passion and heart is to bring you along with me and the rest of us at Vision Possible on that journey. We've done it ourselves. We've seen some amazing things, overcome a lot of challenges, and we want to be able to impart and share what we've been able to accomplish and get through with a different, again, diverse group of opinions, backgrounds, and experiences, but all with that same heart to ultimately help you turn your daydream into your day job. So keep watching these videos. Check out visionpossible.net. You can get uh, my book on there. You can check out my website as well as all the books, resources, and websites of uh, everybody else on the team. And uh, we'd also encourage you to like, follow, and subscribe our YouTube channel, our Facebook page, and our Instagram account. And uh, we'll have a lot more awesome information and resources coming uh, in the near future for you guys. You've been listening to Vision Possible. To get more information or to contact Butch and Julianne to schedule your private coaching session, go to visionpossible.net. That's visionpossible.net.